Hi, and welcome to another episode of Lil Changes Podcast. I'm Emily Burns, and I am here to help you make small changes or little changes that um, will ultimately be sustainable and add up in big ways in your life. And um, I'm here today, even though I put out an episode yesterday, because in the episode I released yesterday, it was New Year's resolutions. And at the very beginning, I was talking about um, why if you're struggling, it's really important to not beat yourself up. Um, and that just like totally takes all the wind out of your sails or um, whatever metaphor you want to use. But then I was like, yeah, and I've been using these like, or I've found some great techniques. I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I've kind of figured out a way really to stop engaging in that beating myself up behavior. And I'll talk about it later in the episode. And then I just didn't, um, I kind of forgot. I got wrapped up in other things, uh, going on in the episode. So after re-listening to that, I was like, Oh, I should, that was kind of a big promise to not deliver on. So I should probably rectify that as soon as possible. So here I am um, recording a case against beating yourself up and how to stop. So whenever we're trying to quit a bad behavior or bad bad habit, um, I think it's critical to understand why we're doing it at all. And of course, there are many causes for beating ourselves up, but I think that there are sort of like, I'm trying to simplify it and I'm just going to say there are two main ones. Um, one is like, we think it's a way of pushing ourselves and the other one is more of as a preventative measure. Um, so I'm going to talk about the first one first. What a cool sentence. Um, so as a preventative, or no, sorry, <laughs> it's going really well so far. Um, as a way of pushing ourselves, I think a lot of us think that it's supposed to motivate us and give us an edge, even though there's so many like psychological studies that are like, you shouldn't do it. It makes you feel like shit and disempowers you. And we're like, yeah, 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 but... Uh, you, you know, you got to be really tough and driven in this world and the people who make it are intense and they're really hard on themselves. And that can be true. Um, but a lot of us think that being mean to ourselves is the opposite of being too soft on ourselves. Like nobody wants to be too soft on ourselves on them, well, not nobody, I'm sure actually there are plenty of people who are okay with it and good for them. Um, but for those of us who are not okay with being too soft with ourselves um, and not reaching full potential, um, I think people think being mean is the opposite of being soft. And when we're failing to achieve a result, it's because we've been too easy on ourselves and we don't even factor in things like emotional resistance. Um, but that's actually not, that's, I say it every episode, but like, that's a whole nother episode. So I'm highlighting that right now. 
uh, to make another episode about it. Um, and you know what? Sometimes it is that we're being too soft on ourselves when we aren't um, following through with a goal or a resolution. But here's the thing. Mean is not the opposite of being soft. Mean is the opposite of being kind. Um, being firm or hard with yourself is the opposite of being soft. And I think a lot of us erroneously believe that being like mean and hard are interchangeable and they're just not. Um, I was watching this video on Instagram. I had just got sucked into a whole like motivational video rabbit hole. And um, it was basically at a CrossFit gym and there was this boy, he was maybe about 15 years old and he didn't have arms. Um, like he, he had just been born without arms and he was doing a box jump and he was struggling. And you could see he had been trying pretty hard and the coach was standing next to him and there were a couple other people standing around and, um, you know, the boy wasn't like in pain or anything, but he was clearly out of his comfort zone and the coach was standing by him going like, come on, you can do this. You have this in you. I know you can do this. Um, and he tried once and he didn't do it. And then like, but the coach just sort of kept on and like, it was very intense. He was definitely not being soft with this boy. Um, but then after like 20 seconds or so, like the boy just got this look in his eyes and he fucking did it. Um, and then was so happy and immediately burst into tears. And then I immediately burst into tears and like six people in the gym came running over and they were all like hugging him and whatever. But, um, that was an example of someone being hard on someone, but there was not a trace of meanness. Like he wasn't like, come on, you lazy piece of shit. He was just saying like, I know, you can do this. Um, and just sort of like holding that kind of space for him. So I think that it's important to understand, um, mean attacks character. And this is again, like a generalization, but fairly helpful when you're trying to figure out like, am I just being hard on myself or am I actually being a total dick to myself? Um, so mean attacks character. It's statements like, you are lazy, you're bad, other people are better than you. Um, whereas tough attacks the action um, or lack thereof. And by attack, I mean, it identifies, you know, the undesirable action and then questions it and says like, you know, this isn't you. So yeah, mean says the shitty behavior is you. And Tuff says, this isn't you. Why are you doing this? So I think um, that's helpful to know because sometimes it's like, am I being mean to myself or am I not? Um, and yeah, okay, another reason that we 
beat ourselves up, I think, is maybe as a preventative measure. I'm not even totally sure. But so have you ever woken up? Um, and I'll go more into this uh, example later, but like you've got a terrible hangover and you didn't mean to go out so hard with the friends last night. You were just going to go out for a beer and that didn't happen. Um, and you feel horrible and you spend too much money and whatever. And so you're just like, this can't keep happening. And you decide to like beat the crap out of yourself emotionally and mentally. Um, kind of like, kind of like a gangster, just like, eh, we're going to break your kneecaps if you, you know, like don't pay your loan sharks back. I've my, sorry, 1930s vernacular, gangster vernacular is crap. Um, but like they do it to, to send a message like, Hey, if you ever were serious, like if you ever do this again, look how much pain we're causing you now. If you do it again, we're going to cause you even more pain. And I swear, like, I think our brain is just like, I'm going to be so mean to you now that you'll just never forget it. And you will feel so bad that you won't ever engage in this behavior again. And then, you know, the next Friday night, what do you fucking do? You do the exact same thing. Um, and so just that, like really pay attention to that and know just like, Oh, wow beating myself up is completely ineffective and I have a lot of evidence to prove it. So um, how do you stop, right? How do you stop a shitty behavior um, beyond like recognizing why you do it? Um, well, recognizing that you do do it is also <laughs> very important. Um, because it's not always flagrant and aggressive. In fact, a lot of the more insidious ways that uh, do just as much damage, if not more, um, or there are a lot, sorry, I read my sentence wrong. It's again, the mix of me sort of talking off the cuff and sort of reading notes. Um, but yeah, there are more sneaky ways and sometimes they're more uh damaging than like going you stupid idiot kind of stuff um for example you're saying like say you're having a lazy sunday scrolling through instagram and you see one of your friends posts and she's like showcasing her sick abs and you're sitting there like eating a snack and you think something like, I bet she's at the gym right now and here I am eating a zebra cake and watching Queen's Gambit again. And um, that is a form of beating yourself up. And it may, it might not feel like it, it, you know, just like might be something you're imagining. You're but yeah, I know that sounds crazy, especially if you say it out loud. Although I, if I'm alone, I will freaking do it. Um, I know it sounds crazy to like talk to yourself like that, but you know what else is crazy? Wasting hours of your life feeling terrible 
about a small thing like getting a parking ticket. And that's not me calling you crazy because, again, I'm like, don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up. But you're crazy if you beat yourself up. Um, the second uh, form of crazy is just one we are conditioned to believe is okay. Like we're conditioned to be like, oh, yeah, if you screw up, like have a go at yourself. Just really um, beat the crap out of yourself. Whereas we are conditioned, you know, to be like, if you talk to yourself, you're bananas. Although affirmations are becoming a lot more popular these days, which I'm, I gotta say, I'm really happy to see because I've had kind of a weird amount of success with them. Um, and I invite you to, even if it's just once, just so like, even if you just do it to be like, this isn't gonna work. Although maybe that attitude isn't the most helpful for trying an exercise. Um, but yeah, just try an affirmation like that one time. Next time you start to beat yourself up over something small, just throughout the day, be like, this isn't helpful. No, thank you, brain. Whatever you want to tell it. Um, and if that still doesn't help, sit down and write yourself a small little essay called how beating myself up is serving me. Um, and again, I know this sounds nuts, but um, a lot of personal development and growth is just figuring out like creative ways to hack your brain and prove to yourself how silly a lot of the negative behaviors we engage in are. Um, and like sometimes if you've ever heard a comedian talk about like a behavior or something we all do and it like not only it makes you laugh, but you're like, oh man, that is really silly that we do that. Like in Hannah Gatsby's um, late, the Douglas special where she points out like, it's really stupid that we call um, petrol, what they call petrol, we call it gas because it's a liquid and you know, that sort of thing where we're like, oh my God, that is so stupid. Hopefully when you do little things like this short essay, it can kind of help you realize like, oh my God, that is so stupid that I am doing this behavior that isn't helpful at all. Um, so yeah, get yourself a piece of paper. And this actually helped me um, one time when I was punishing mentally myself for a parking ticket and was just like so sick of feeling bad about it. And just sort of wrote like, well, when I beat myself up about it, it really helps me to uh, not want to, uh, and I had like nothing really good to say and everything that I had to say about it was like, yes, but that could also be achieved by just remembering not to park there anymore. Um, so I guess that's like the equivalent of like playing devil's advocate <laughs> against your um, shitty mean thoughts about yourself. So yeah, that's for the sort of small things. Um, if it's for something bigger, like say you have sort of a cycle where you got a repeated behavior and then you beat yourself up 
and then you keep doing it. Um, like say you keep telling yourself, like I mentioned earlier, like I'll just have one beer when I go out with the girls or my coworkers. Um, back when going out was even a thing. Um, and then the next morning you wake up feeling like absolute shit <laughs> and you're counting how many drinks you had and how much money you spent and like desperately searching around in your brain for like, did I say anything stupid? Did I offend anybody? Did I embarrass myself? Um, just all fuel for, for beating yourself up. And then you do it again the next week. Well, firstly, I want to point out, I think I already did. Yeah. This is proof that beating yourself up as a way of, um, getting yourself to stop a behavior in the future absolutely doesn't work because you keep doing it. Um, so why not take another approach? Why not get yourself in a state of true curiosity? Back to like I said in the beginning, it's important to understand why we're doing a behavior in the first place if we really want to stop it. What are we getting out of it? Um, and so like ask yourself without judgment, if I know it makes me feel terrible, why do I keep doing it? Um, and if you do ask yourself with judgment, you won't get the truth. Like, why do I keep doing it even though I know it makes me feel terrible? Why am I so stupid? Like any, any sort of, you can leave off anything like, why am I so stupid? Why am I this, that? Um, and just be like, why am I doing this? Um, what am I hoping to achieve or gain by repeating this behavior? Because there's something. Even if you're not getting it, maybe you're just like hoping you'll get it and you feel like you're really close to getting it every time you go out. Um, you will keep repeating the behavior because I think for me, um, back when I was in this bad habit of going out with coworkers, I was just freaking starved for real connection. Um, I didn't have any friends when I first moved to the city, at least any good friends. And so I would either be at work, which was like kind of social, but you know, it's, it's different than hanging out with friends. Um, and I realized I was just like really lonely. And if I had one drink and then went home at 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. or whatever um, and had to be alone, that I was not meeting my need for connection. And it's really when you identify what you're trying to get out of those unfavorable behaviors that you realize, like, oh, there are other ways I can get that. And then you can come up with a new and better strategy. Um, yeah. And then also ask yourself, like, am I actually even getting it? Because a lot of the time, like, I realized that I wasn't getting it. I would go out with people from work 
and spend too much money on drinks and maybe there would be a few laughs, but there wouldn't really be any connection. In fact, a lot of the time it was just people venting about work. Um, and so it was just like, oh, I just spent money and time um, just to sort of exchange a bunch of negative energy with people. And I definitely didn't get what I was looking for. But had I been wasting my time going, you stupid, like money wasting, alcoholic piece of garbage, well, I never would have really realized that. Um, and so get, get curious about your bad behaviors because sometimes they're not actually bad behaviors or if they're unfavorable they're doing you're doing them because your brain thinks it's protecting you it thinks it's um, creating a barrier between you and something painful um, or it thinks like oh it really will make her happier to stay in saturday morning instead of um you know going to yoga or going to like a class to learn a new language um, cause our brains are like, yeah, comfort's great. She deserves more of that. Even though like our higher brain knows better and our higher brain is the one we're going to have to answer to when we've, um, you know, let ourselves down. So ask yourself those questions, ask yourself, is it worth what I have to go through the next day? And um, really, until you take the time to very clearly put those pieces together for yourself like that, it might be ages before you figure it out. Like, I can't tell you how many shitty, unfulfilling nights I spent um, with coworkers. And not to say that any of them were like bad people, but maybe they just like weren't my people, or maybe it was the wrong environment. Like if I had figured out what was going on and then just been like, Hey, so-and-so, do you want to like meet on a Monday afternoon and like grab a coffee and hang out? And then I probably could have gotten closer to what I needed, like a real friend or something. Um, but it's only through examination like that and through curiosity, as opposed to just being freaking mean to yourself that you figure those things out and can make changes. Um, or you know what? Maybe if you ask yourself those questions, you might realize I actually am getting what I want out of this behavior and it actually is worth it. Like maybe I do, if you're, you know, 24 and you're going out with your friends every night after work and you have the expendable money and there's like not an actual real reason to, to stop. Like if you're having a good time and it's not hurting anybody, you need to adjust your standard of what you're judging yourself against. Um, and I know that sounds a little weird and I don't want to be like enable but really figure out what internally you've created your standards from because if it is just like you know like videos you saw in high school about how drinking is bad or like if it's like a religious thing or something like 
your parents told you, like figure out where these values have come from and if they're yours. Because um, it might, again, if it might just be like you having a good time with your friends and because of you've internalized some bullshit message from your past, you're creating a lot of unnecessary pain. So sometimes it's a need to change your standards. Sometimes it's a need to alter your behavior after some reflection. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. A lot of times, actually, it's a little bit of both. So maybe you could change it to like, okay, I'm only, um, you know, like I have fun every time, but I'm trying to save money. So I am just going to do this once a month. And then you don't have all the emotional like pull, like you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And that's really about like, that's really what personal development is about in a lot of ways, just understanding why you do what you do so you can influence it and do, um, I don't even want to say do better, but just act in a way that's more aligned with your ultimate big desires. So I hope this was helpful. I hope um, it will <laughs> stop you from beating yourself up this year or intervene. Um, if you have any questions about anything, feel free to send me an email at emilyburnscoaching.com. And on that, if you like or find value on what you hear in these episodes, I do have a coaching website. I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching services. Primarily, I work with creatives and entrepreneurs for procrastination and mindset coaching. But yeah, head on over to the website and see if um, working with me might benefit you in some way. And uh, have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thanks. Bye.